we're about to see them go. And they're off and racing. Storman took a backward step and was slow to go, and so was Gadeo. Racing Nation with James O'Shea. Lady Luck puts the spotlight on women in racing. It's always a pleasure to introduce Lisa Propel Lady Luck. How are you? Hi, James. I'm really well, thanks. How are you? Yes, very well. Now, you remiss of me not to mention you had a birthday this week, so happy birthday. I hope you celebrated Thank you. it well. Yes, I'm another 21 year again. Wiser. Yeah, another yes. year wiser. Yes, no, I was very lucky. I, um, I, I was able to catch Michael before he walked out the door to head to the track yesterday morning, um, so that was nice. And then the kids greeted me with breakfast in bed, which consisted oh. of a piece of wholemeal toast which was kind of toasted but not really um not much butter but i'm not i'm not being critical and a lot of veggie rye and um to top it off i had two hundreds and thousands sprinkle biscuits so i was very spoiled interesting combination very very interesting and um they were wondering why i didn't want to eat the biscuits for um breakfast but i told them i'd have them for morning tea and quietly snuck them into their lunch boxes for school and i'm sure they're none the wiser well, there you go, mate. So, uh, happy birthday to you Thank during you. the week. Now, women in racing, there's so many. We speak about it week in and week out. But who are you shining the spotlight on for us this week? Well, James, this week I caught up with one of our wonderful female trainers who may only have a smaller team of horses in work, but she certainly packs a mighty punch when it comes to race day. And this included her 80-to-1 shot winner earlier this week, and James, I speak of Mrs. Julie Anderson. Now, Julie, or affectionately known as Jules at the track, is celebrating after her latest winner, Prosimita, the three-year-old flashy chestnut gelding saluted at Gatton on Tuesday in the three-year-old Benchmark 65, over 1,000 metres, and paid a whopping $80 for the win. And I'm sad to say I wasn't on it, James, and I'm sure we probably won't get $80 again. But the win was all that more sweeter for trainer Jules as her and her husband Richard are also avid breeders and they bred Proximeter from their broodmare Proximity and is also the dam of Proxy Ruler and Viva La Proxy. Now Proxy Ruler was the first winner for Jules in 2013 after she obtained her trainer's licence in 2012. But I'll rewind a few years and take you back to where it all started. So from a young age, Jules was absolutely fascinated with racing. She recalls vivid memories from her childhood of her uncle Harry Back, who's Frank Back's brother, who she would listen to for hours of the wonderful stories of Bambra, which totally entrenched her into this sport called horse racing. Jules says that her involvement in racing is credited to her uncle and the great Back stories, which almost singly handedly paved her way into this colourful industry. While girls her age were lining up at the news agency to buy the Dolly magazine, Jules had her parents organise a racing subscription for the racing magazine Racetrack. Her immediate family were not involved in racing, but being from a cattle family and off a property, she'd been involved with riding as they mustered on horseback. Jules wanted to be a jockey, <coughs> excuse me, and she did work experience with trainer Mark Goodwin. And this also followed 
Um, and she also followed racing, especially around the racing spring carnival of Melbourne Cup. Jules passed letter overseas where she travelled and worked in the cattle industry. Upon arriving home, she met her husband Richard and fast forward a few years, the pair purchased a share in a racehorse. They caught the racing bug and one horse wasn't enough. Local trainer Matt Croft trained for them and after trying their luck with buying tried racehorses, Jules and Richard decided to pursue breeding their own racehorses. Their success has not only seen them record multiple winners across southeast Queensland, but they have a winners to run a strike rate of their homebred stock of 85%. And Jules admits it may not be the cheaper option compared with buying tried racehorses, but the thrill of breeding, owning and then training a horse that they planned from conception is a feeling like no other. In 2012, when Jules and Richard relocated from Mooney to Toowoomba, Jules pursued a dream of training. Toowoomba was ideal, a wonderful environment for thoroughbreds with all the facilities and services at her fingertips. She thought training would be easy. She says now, it is clearly far from that. It was a steep learning curve which has not stopped curving yet. Although only five years in, she feels as though she is more experienced than what she started off in 2012. Jules made special mention of Roger Milne, who she said was a massive help when she first started training. She said that Toowoomba is a really great place. She said she feels really lucky that the fellow trainers are willing to give her advice without even batting an eyelid. So with Jules in the driving seat, her wonderful partner in crime and husband Richard is right beside her and he enjoys analysing pedigrees and studying the form. Their passion for thoroughbreds is evident as they don't cut any corners and as Jules jokes, their horses are better looked after than their family members. I asked Jules if Richard ever gives her any friendly advice, in which she giggled and said yes. It's a it's a running joke with our friends and family that I call Richard my co-trainer because he is full of advice. But she said, in all seriousness, Richard has absolute faith in her and always says to back her own judgment. And James, backing her judgment, she did, with the biggest win to date being that of Prasimita at Gatton on Tuesday. The problem child, as Jules has nicknamed him, was out of his class and finally put it all together to get the job done for the Anderson family. Jules laughed. Although he was my problem child, I may have made him everyone else's problem child as well, as she continued to seek advice from several professionals both on and off the track about his training and racing antics. She said that he had her pulling her hair out. Although a memorable win, Jules said it was a big relief to see him put his best hoof forward. She said he's also had an instant fan club after the little trackside punters had their $5 each way, and I'm sure they'll be following for his next start. Jules' most memorable horse is Heavenly Glass, a classy mare who she had um, fun with. It just missed the Cannonball final, running second, but the talented mare recorded a blistering time at Ipswich, and although finished third, all three place getters smashed the class record that day. This man was another one that Jules bred, owned and trained. Just another magnificent effort. James Heavenly Glass has, has a top echelon filly and Jules has earmarked it. So I dare say we should probably do the same. Of course, with good luck comes a bit of bad luck, which Jules has had her fair share of, including a filly that got injured after she returned home, had a role next to the hay feeder, and unfortunately got her back stuck on the hay feeder and had a cut on her back and was unable to race. 
so she was sold on as a broodmare. Now, Jules and I, obviously, she's been in the industry for a long time. We had a chat about women in racing and the progression she's seen, and she said the Katie Page incentive bonus, which comes up with every female that I talk to, has had a huge um, contribution to the way women are being involved in the racing industry. Jill said she remembers during the summer racing series in the last year or the year before that Racing Queensland had a special um, women training bonus on some races and she said that was a really great incentive for female trainers as well. Now, James, when Jules isn't working, she's creating art pieces such as drawings of cattle. Her work is just incredible and I'm not just saying that because all I can draw is little stick people, but I've seen it and it is just magnificent. Now, there's one other little um, element to Jules' racing story, and that's Dash the Pony. Now, James, you might be familiar with, with Dash. He's Very familiar. He has gone crazy on Instagram, and Julie calls him her minor celebrity. She said people of all ages come and find him at the races and feed him lollies, give him pats, take photos, get selfies. She said he's become one popular little pony. Well, James, Jules is the total package. She's an avid breeder, which in turn has produced a successful racehorses, and she's an absolutely beautiful and wonderful woman to boot. Her infectious personality is a standout, and we are so very lucky to have her in this wonderful industry. And we wish Jules all the best of luck when she lines up with her next runner. Yeah, no, well said. Now, I remember uh, Julie Anderson and a few of those horses that you mentioned there brought back the memories uh, for me. One being Proxy Ruler. And I always remember Proxy Ruler. He was my tycoon ruler. And as you mentioned there, from, uh, from proximity. So during the time when uh, I was a jockey manager and managed Alana Fancourt, now... Alani had quite a good association with uh, Proxy Ruler. I remember, now I'm going to test my memory here, but I remember I think it went to, uh, anyway, it went to the bush time. It might have been Tara, I think, and ran a nice race there. And the next start, uh, about a week later, came out, went to Dolby on one of the TAB carts and absolutely bolted in that day, one by a space. And then uh, won another one at Dolby, might have been a few starts later. And then I remember it getting narrowly beaten on a few occasions at places like Ipswich and the Sunny Coast and things like that. And then actually there was another time I remember at Toowoomba when it got um, nosed out by a horse of Normie Hilton that's going to be good and uh, big horse of Matt Crop. I think he saw us. So I know that horse very, very well as you can tell, yeah. Lisa. I remember, yeah. I remember it like, like yesterday. So yeah, it was very, very honest. And yeah, and also uh, Heavenly Glass. I remember it said it's early runs and it was very fast and, and a good horse. So, and most importantly, as you've mentioned, the, uh, the little superstar, Dash. Now, jump on board and make sure you give Dash the Pony a follow on Facebook and on Instagram. He's, uh, he was, he was at Gatton Bear the other day, I noticed. I'm sure I saw a post him up there. So he was down there for, uh, to celebrate the wing with, the win, uh, alongside Proximeter. So it's, uh, it's funny how little, little horses like that or ponies or, uh, they become such a, uh, an attraction for, uh, for race goers and, and companions for, uh, for thoroughbreds. Yeah, isn't it funny that we're in an industry that breeds or wants to breed these massive equine athletes, but, you know, the littlest one of them all probably has, you know, one of the biggest followings. So, yeah, he doesn't miss a race meeting Dash. And I think if you hop on and like him on Insta, you'll see, you know, the adventure of Dash. And he's got a pedicure and manicure of late. And I think he's got another little 
um, touch-up service coming in the coming weeks. So give him a like, you'll be able to find out what's going on. So Dash the Pony, so follow on board there. But yeah, no, great story on Julie Anderson, one of the uh, the many fantastic female trainers that we have in the industry. And uh, and yeah, and as uh, you've been able to tell the story there, quite a uh, quite a, uh, a background in the industry as well. Yeah, James, if anyone um, gets a chance to go and, and meet Julie, please do so. Like, she's a wonderful character and, you know, beautiful personality. And she's, um, you know, as she said, she hasn't stopped learning since she started. And I'm sure a lot of people think training is easy. Um, and as she says, clearly it's not. It's a massive learning curve. And um, I suppose she's, you know, new school of thinking. She's not, you know, not the, like she said, she's not the daughter of a racehorse trainer or... Um, she's come into the, the industry with open eyes and she said she's not scared to try different things. So it's obviously paying dividends. Her problem child has saluted and, you know, the penny may have dropped and this just might be the start, you know, of wonderful things for Prosimeter. Yes, they will follow on there with, with great interest. That is for sure. Now, on Clear Mountain Fairview, last week we highlighted a few that are headed towards the big cutest sale which comes up next month. Have you got a few more that you'd like to talk to us about or any other news to share regarding Clean Mountain Fairview stuff this week? Yes, James. So Mick and the team are busy prepping the yearlings. Um, they're actually all getting filmed on Wednesday so we'll have video and photographic um, images ready as of next week, the 5th of March. But I thought this week we'd touch on two more of the yearlings um, going in uh, number order. So our third lot of the draft is lot 29 and it's a Bay Philly by multiple group on producing size Silent Witness. And as you know, Silent Witness is one of Australia's most exciting young sires with multiple group on performance such as Global Glamour, who's the ladies horse or the ladies doing Global Glamour and another group one winner called Star Turn. So these horses are obviously emerging as massive, um, you know, significant racehorses in the racing industry. And this is another little silent witness. So the dam, Lady Petura, she's by Keeper, and she showcased her talents during her racing career, collecting collecting multiple wins from sprinting to middle distance races. And this is an early August foal, James, and it's also eligible for three incentive schemes. So not only is it cutest, but it's also Bob's, as well as South Australian breeders, um, owners incentive eligible. So... This filly is precocious and um, no doubt she'll give a new owner a head start on the track. And the next one I thought we'd touch on, and this is one that you'd be familiar with um, from your journalist days, is um, the full brother to a horse called Jet Style. So yes. he's a grey colt. He's by Tycoon Ruler. And um, Jet Style Dam over and over is by um, Brunushikov. And it's a half-sister to multiple stakes winner, Verino. And Verino collected honours in the listed Tattersall's um, Club Cup and also the listed STC Christmas Cup, and along with a heap of other Metropolitan victories. So the full brother, of course, Jet Stoll, he was a nine-time winner, including the listed Tats Recognition Stakes and the listed BRC Brisbane Handicap. So black type is littered throughout this pedigree, and I'm sure this cult will bring home your share of the cutest prize money. Okay, so there we go. So there's two... To, uh, to keep an eye on. So that big sale, look, it's, it's not far away now. So as you touched on for people, if they want more information, to probably jump on the website or the Facebook page and also you'll have videos there that'll be available from next week. Yes, we'll be um, filming on Wednesday and we'll be ready to rock and roll from the 6th of March. Okay, so that's the best way to do that. Righto, Lady Lark Selection, a tip? 
Have you got okay, a weather Jane. for us for a wet weekend? Well, with all this wet weather around, I've decided to stay local at Clifford Park um, and I'm going with race six, horse number two, Brave Dazzler. So I thought we'll brave the weather elements, we'll go Brave Dazzler, trained by Kevin Kemp and owned um, also by Kevin and his wonderful wife Judy, who we've highlighted here on the show previously. And it's written by Sally Sweeney. So um, I'm sure many of the listeners saw last week's um, racing and Sally escaped um, serious injury when she had a race fall at Clifford Park. So she's back riding um, Saturday night and this is her second ride of the night. And we wish Sally all the best of luck as she heads back riding. Okay, so there you go. So Lady Luck Selection is Toowoomba, race six, number two, Brave Dazzler. All right, Lisa, as always, it's a pleasure to catch up with you. Appreciate your time, and uh, we look forward to doing it all again next week. Thanks, James. Have a great weekend. You're listening to Racing Nation with James O'Shea. 